The word chore is a variant of the Middle English word char, meaning odd job. Though the word chore is often used to describe something disagreeable, according to the Macmillan Dictionary, a recent report seems to suggest there might be hidden benefits in embracing these mundane tasks. In a piece posted by CNBC, two of the richest people in the world claim to make one ordinary chore part of their daily routine. Jeff Bezos, founder of Amazon, and Microsoft co-founder Bill Gates are both fans of cleaning up after family dinners. How do you feel when you hear the word chores? Not errands like going to the supermarket, not passions like Brian's half marathons, not hobbies like, I don't know, podcasting. Those are different than chores. I'm talking about things you need to do. In the city, it was different. There was laundry all day on a Saturday with a pile of quarters, or if you're lazy like we became, dropping it off and picking it up a few days later. Many of my years in the city, I had a super who really did all the things that I would do later on. I mean, even garbage shoving your bags of garbage down a garbage chute for someone else to deal with. I mean, was that even a chore? Having a house, not to mention living upstate, there are hundreds of things to do every month and every season. Basement light bulbs, garden cleanup, changing to snow tires. Plus, there are the things you want to do. Fix up the studio, replace the kitchen countertop, build a bookcase. Okay, buy a bookcase. Parents, you'll be happy to know that there's research that shows chores make kids happy and perform better in school. Children with chores, the report said, are more likely to feel good upon waking, be calm, and have good self-affirmation. Children who do not help with the household chores were less likely to have high health satisfaction levels to feel good when waking up, to be calm, or have that good self-affirmation. Okay, we don't have children, which is too bad, because honestly, there's a lot of stuff we gotta and want to do. Down in the valley, moved up from the city, it's a new way of living and I'm trying to get used to it. One park blues have an ounce of an idiot, ordered a Manhattan and they call me a city, yeah. At first I heard my feelings, but it's kind of got a ring to it. They can tell when you're new to it I'm looking at a place But I'm trying to keep fitting in It takes too long to be a local So for now I'm a city it I'm Matt Zucker, and this is Cityit, learning to live and love life in the Hudson Valley. Episode 66, Spring To-Do List. Okay, it's finally spring, so here's what's on ours. If you follow Cityit on Instagram, you saw a few pictures of what I'll describe here. First, repairing the skirting around the house. Skirting is that latticed wood under porches in the house that keeps animals and Nora from popping underneath, and it also looks kind of nice. Well, except where it's broken in places, and then Nora gets under there or chases a farm cat from next door. It's unclear who and how this will get fixed, but it's on the list. The heat tape you've heard me talk about every winter is now a few years old, and I bought some new one, but that was the easy part. Now I have to climb under the house and rewrap the exposed sewage pipe with the new heat tape so it's ready for winter again. This is one of those things I can probably try to do myself, but I'm so terrified of doing it incorrectly and kind of lazy that I'd gladly pay someone to do it for me. 
Admittedly, there's plenty of time to do this months later, but I'm likely to blow it off, so I'm trying to do it now when the weather is nice. Also, as you can see in a photo, we have at least two trees down in the creek. They're actually trees from our neighbor's unused land, but during a storm they fell into the creek and onto part of our property. In theory, you'd think the neighbors would take care of it, but it's a strip of land they don't care about, and we know they won't. Our tree guy, I mean Brian's tree guy, I met him once but I don't schedule anything, said he can take care of it after it rains, so I'm looking forward to that. I'm also likely to get some more giant pieces of wood out of it like I have in the past to stack in the back trails for my future treehouse, which is also on the list. The studio where I work has a ways to go before it's a proper office. Last year we put in mini splits, so I have heat and AC here and have made some furniture improvements. The problem is really the old brick flooring, which makes it kind of dirty and cold in the winter. I have a big rug in here, under my work table, but it's really not enough. Our friend Tom, who's an architect, suggested I get that floor brand of nice tiles that are easy to install, so I think I'm going to do that. And then there's Central Hudson. Now this is a chore. Maybe you've also gotten hit with outrageously high bills the last months and mess-ups in the billing itself. On my list is getting this resolved, but every time I call I'm on hold for an hour, and online chat is discontinued, it says, because of the high volume of calls. I've gone onto Twitter where I get more of a response, but that's been no real help. So now I'm sending messages to Charles Frenny, the CEO and the head of customer experience. I have to admit it kind of worked. I got a return call. Brian's list, of course, has the garden. He's moved ferns to the front, fixed up other beds in the back, and is working on a plan for the front lawn, since under all that tree cover, it's really struggled to grow grass. I asked in that Instagram post what's on listeners' to-do lists. Amy Jo Davidson has a long list. Repair horse fence, terrace the side yard, reside the tractor shed. I don't know what reside the tractor shed means, but it sounds important. My friend Stephanie said her priority was siding for their house, and then thinking of the weight of it, she sighed. One other thing I had on my list was getting new sponsors for Cityit, and you can check that off because I got two new supporters of this podcast, Taconic Toastmasters Club and Hudson Valley Kitchen Design Center. I mean, how lucky, since kitchen, bathrooms, and pantry are on our list. We always talked about doing that someday, so I think getting a plan and estimate is what we're ready for. That countertops could use replacing, and maybe the cabinets, and the pantry, and both bathrooms are totally functional, but they need major updating. Isn't this timely? We'll be right back after a word from them. Excited to share that Hudson Valley Kitchen Design Center, an area expert for kitchens, bathrooms, pantries, offices, closets, and yes, even home movie theaters, is now a sponsor of Cityit. Now, when you've got a room to rethink, refresh, or reimagine, you know who to call. For Cityit listeners, just mention the podcast to save $500 off a project of $5,000 or more. See recent projects and fun on Instagram, HV Kitchen Design Center. Visit their site at hvkitchendesign.com or call 845-615-9410 about a consultation. Links also from cityit.com. Thanks, Hudson Valley Kitchen Design Center. I can already feel Brian dialing your number. Now back to the show. As busy as all of us are, and as long or daunting as our to-do list might seem, you know who has a bigger one and a tougher one? A farmer. I mean, that is already a 24-7 job. And whether you're growing vegetables or animals or both, the list is endless. I was curious, so I talked to my friend Robinson Gregg of Gregg Farm about what's on his list, and he offered to share with me and you what's on it 
and even to keep us updated on how it goes throughout the season. Robinson's to-do list. Let's hear from Rob himself. Hey, Matt. My family and I, along with an incredible team, run Greg Farm in Red Hook. Uh, we grow berries, apples, and vegetables to pick your own. We have a farm market, a few miles of walking trails, pigs, goats, and chickens. The farm is also home to several local artists and entrepreneurs that have started their businesses here. The farm's a complicated little operation, and the to-do list is always impossibly long. This time of year, we seem to always play a game of figuring out what the weather will allow us to do. We've had a pretty wet spring, which has made it tricky to get out in the fields. But if things dry up, we'd like to work some ground to plant next to your strawberries. Uh, we have a few new trees to plant in the orchards. And the greenhouse is overflowing with seedlings that the garden team hopes to, plant, uh, hopes to transplant soon. We also need to rototill in the blueberries so that we can plant a companion crop in the walkways. This is a bit of a crazy experiment, but if it works, the companion crop will provide some nitrogen to the blueberries and possibly outcompete some invasive weeds that we have there. Uh, our animals always need some attention too. Uh, we recently moved our hobby flock of chickens in with our goats, and they seem to be getting along well. So that means I need to set up a water system for the chickens so that we don't have to go in there with buckets of water every day. Uh, the pigs also need to be moved into a new pasture um, so that they don't overwork that ground, uh, which means I need to build some new fence. On rainy days, uh, which we've had a lot of those lately, uh, I seem to tackle all of the little stuff that every small business has to deal with. So I catch up on QuickBooks, make adjustments to our website, uh, hire new folks for the team, pay bills, and figure out how we're gonna sell everything that we produce. Uh, well, it looks like the sun's poking through the clouds here, so I gotta run, Matt. Catch you later. Thanks for listening to City It. We'll stay in touch with Rob and his to-do list, which is probably a good thing, because you know I'll make very little progress on mine. Though I do hope the tree guy comes back to pull those trees out of the creek. It looks terrible. And someday, I want my treehouse. But happy spring. The rains have finally stopped, and you can see the farmer's markets have reopened, including the Newburgh Farmer's Market, which I really want to visit, and the folks at Design Grind Cafe. In the meantime, don't forget to follow cityit.hv on Instagram, sign up for the mailing list at cityit.com, where you can also check out the new blog posts, including places to stay across the Hudson Valley, Catskills, and the Berkshires. I keep adding to it. Come visit. a new way of living and I'm trying to get used to it. One park was have an ounce of an idiot. Ordered a Manhattan and they call me a city yet. Yeah. At first it hurt my feelings but it's kind of got her into it. When you move to the country they can tell when you're new to it. I'm looking at a place but I'm trying to keep fitting in. It takes long to be a local so for now I'm a city yet. And thank you, Nora.